Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. Hello, it's Wednesday the 5th of July. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Coming up, a Medway mum who spent four years in hospital as a teenager is urging us to value the NHS as we celebrate its 75th anniversary. But first, residents have told us about the terrifying moment a fire broke out at a block of flats near Dartford. Pictures show flames ripping through a balcony on Carmichael Avenue on the Ingress Park Estate in Greenhithe. Four fire engines were called on Monday night and three people were treated by paramedics for the effects of breathing in smoke. Claire Hughes lives in an apartment nearby. It was around 9pm and... Um saw smelt the smoke and saw smoke coming out and heard sirens um, and went out and lots of people were just going towards where the fire engines and the police were gathering and there was a building um, Bisborough house that was on fire the first floor uh, one uh, flat in the first floor was on fire and it was the fire was climbing up to the second floor um, yeah but I I didn't personally go to see where the fire was I stood back but yeah there was I was standing next to a lady who lived in that building and um, she um, she got upset she started crying because you know she was like that's where I live you know um, it was yeah really devastating Dartford MP Gareth Johnson says there have been ongoing fire safety concerns for some properties on the estate, but added it's too early to tell if these issues played a part in this fire. He's calling for a proper investigation. Kent Online reports. Two men who broke into a home in Folkestone and threatened to steal the victim's child have been jailed. They punched a man in the face and kicked him in the stomach before stealing cash and jewellery from the property in Earl's Court. 28-year-old Jack Mayers from Springfield Way in Hythe and Darren Griffin, who's 30 and from Rendezvous Street in Folkestone, have been locked up for a total of more than 10 years. Train companies have announced plans for a mass closure of station ticket offices across England, including 105 here in Kent. So far, there's been no confirmation of which ones will be affected or when the shutdowns will begin. It means passengers would need to buy tickets online, use their cards to tap in or pay on self-service ticket machines. Unions are furious and say they'll fight the plans. A Medway mum's been telling us how the NHS saved her life as we mark its 75th anniversary. Jessica Taylor-Behrman from Cliffwoods became extremely unwell at the age of 15 and was eventually diagnosed with ME, also known as chronic fatigue syndrome. She's now grown up and has two children of her own, but has never forgotten the care she was given. I received help because I just kept getting lots of viruses after viruses and each time I was getting more and more poorly and the doctors decided that the best way to treat me was to actually get me into hospital um they provided air that I had an NG tube placed and that pretty much saved my life because I was I was starving to death um because I I had no energy to be able to swallow I was disorientated I couldn't speak I couldn't move um and that was the really the beginning of that that journey for um, four years of my life. But when I came out of hospital, um, I think we have this preconception that you're all better 
and that just wasn't the case for me at all. I was still very severely unwell. And I spent the the next eight years of my life um, pretty much in and out of hospital constantly. Um, I remember one case when I had life-saving treatment, um, I started to have a very severe seizure that wouldn't stop and it, it went on for an hour and a half. Um, and paramedics arrived at the scene very quickly. They helped my mum and sister who were having to watch this. They also um, got me into the hospital very quickly. And then I received that life-saving treatment from the nurses in um, Resus um, in Medway Maritime Hospital. And it was really um, amazing because I I was very, um, uh, I was pretty much out of it I didn't know what was going on but I remembered a voice um, of one of the nurses who was telling me that it was going to be okay telling me what he was doing um, but I never saw who he was really I just kind of like knew um, knew the voice because um, I was so unwell and and then years later um, I met the nurse um I, I I went I was going I was actually pregnant with my daughter my um so this was back in 2019 and I just happened to go to an appointment on the maternity ward and then I heard this voice and I was like why do I recognize that voice and why does he know my name <laughs> and we met again and he and and he had literally saved my life and was the reason I was there now like at that time in 2019 carrying my um daughter and that was literally down to that nurse um so I think it was just amazing to be able to actually thank him and actually speak to him afterwards because it had been like such a traumatic time um and he had remained as cool as a cucumber and just like you know just got on with saving my life my message would be that you know value it value the nhs because in all honesty if you don't have your health you don't have anything you know like your health is your wealth and and really we will all rely on the nhs at some point you know it's not just for people who are you know you, you could have an accident and the nhs picks you up you know so we we need to value it and we need to pay staff um, fairly and because without the NHS we really would be in a dire situation and many people who have not got the money for private health care and everything would be really stuck um, and I really believe that the NHS is one of the greatest things about um, the UK. Landmarks across Kent, including Rochester Cathedral, Blue Water and Hever Castle, will be lit up blue tonight to mark the anniversary of the NHS. Kent Online News. A man who drove a van into the former chairman of Hern Bay Football Club has admitted causing injury by dangerous driving. Sam Callender had to be treated in hospital after being hit by the vehicle following an argument in a car park in May. 48-year-old Jamie Ingram from Joy Lane in Whitstable is due back in court for another hearing next month. 
Bin workers in Canterbury, Hearn Bay and Whitstable are out on strike after union members rejected their latest pay offer. As many as 60 employees, many of them drivers, have walked out after negotiations with the council-owned waste contractor broke down. It's not known how long the strike will last. Residents are being advised to put their rubbish out for collection as normal, but to bring it back in if it hasn't been picked up in 24 hours. It comes as teachers are continuing with another day of industrial action, causing disruption at schools across Kent. They're fighting for better pay to tackle a recruitment and retention crisis. More walkouts are also planned for Friday. Kent Online reports. A Kent couple have been telling us how they managed to stop a fire from destroying their entire home simply by keeping their internal doors closed. The blaze started in a spare room at Michael and Marjorie's flat in Broadstairs because of an electrical fault. They were out at the time and described the moment they came back and realised what had happened. We've got a very astute neighbour who heard our smoke alarm going off. Literally a few minutes the fire brigade were here and, you know, they were were absolutely brilliant. I asked the fireman what was wrong and he said that there was a flat on fire. When I went to look it it was mine. I haven't got a clue until we walked around there. It was a bit of a shock. Smoke was, it? was coming yeah. out of the window. Hell of a shock. We just sat out there and cried, basically. We've all got smoke alarms uh, in the flats. We've got smoke alarms outside. We've got emergency lighting. And then we also were told always close the doors. And it stopped the flames and the smoke, the majority of the smoke, coming into the rest of the flat, uh, which is a... a big part of our life obviously and uh, it saved everybody else's flats. This is the, the worst thing we've ever experienced. In, in the middle of the floor it's just a pile of just a lifetime of books and photographs laying in a burnt pile on the floor but at least the flat didn't go up in flames. Just one room. Just through doing one thing and that was closing the door. They're speaking out as part of a Kent Fire and Rescue campaign to remind people about safety measures like smoke alarms and keeping doors closed. A woman's been left with cuts and scratches all over her legs after being attacked by a cat while walking her dogs in Medway. She was out with her husband when it happened on Kilnway in Hauling. Another woman also claims to have been attacked by the same cat and is feared a child could end up getting seriously injured. It's emerged rubbish tips that have been threatened with closure across Kent, failing to meet key recycling and composting targets. The county council say fewer people are taking green waste to the dump because of the dry weather. There are plans to shut four out of 19 recycling centres to save the authority a million pounds, but it's feared it could lead to more fly-tipping. A court heard how an Ashford man attacked two people at a doctor's surgery after finding out his girlfriend was having an affair. Taylor Kirkpatrick pushed a man into a bush and assaulted another victim in Charing back in March. The 24-year-old from Hampton Road failed to turn up for his trial but has now been found and arrested. Kent Online reports. Now we've been hearing from a couple from Sheppey who've sold their home, quit their jobs and plan to sail the world to help those in need. Dental hygienist Carolina and her engineer partner Lee are hoping to offer their skills to communities across the globe. They'll be living on board their boat Good Deeds and are also launching a fundraiser to help deliver essential services. They've been telling us more about why they're doing it. Always wanted to get a sailing boat. We've always had fishing boats, motorboats. Um, you know, me and my dad used to go fishing together, and they included okay. sea fishing. 
So that was going out on boats as well, mm. onto the sea. And I just expanded it basically and just trying to carry on. And um, I just went along with the it. Ne <laughs> <laughs> the next step from you know fishing on the sea in a boat is uh, yeah. a sailboat. Yeah. So you know, you get, we'll get you further. It was during the lockdown, you know, we was all locked up and I, it really affected my family. I lost my, both my parents during that time. And um, we decided uh, life is too short, mm. you know, let's go and do something. Shortly before your parents, I lost my mum as mm. well. So we lost three of our parents in basically 15 months. <laughs> and, mm. you know, my mum my was only 60 years old. And when you think about it, you put in things you're putting off things for later, you're gonna do it when you retire. My mom, she hardly managed to retire, then she died. And you know, when you're gonna do things, you know, you have to do it while you can, basically. And I think fit. that's really speeded up our decision because mm. we always thought, oh, one day we'll do it, one day we'll do it. And yeah, really, the lockdown, Your that's, that's what made it for us. That said, you have to do it now because things were happening around us, changing so quickly. Which we had and, no control uh, over. Exactly. So we thought we're just, we're just gonna go for it now. Elsewhere today, the county council's admitted Kent's roads are in a phase of managed decline. A new local transport plan's been published and reveals the backlog of maintenance work is increasing. The report also raises concerns about financial restraints and challenges with efforts to reduce carbon emissions. One of Kent's biggest employers has announced plans to take on another 500 people. BAE Systems provides advanced defence technology, including satellites for aerospace and security. The company's based next to Rochester Airport and already employs 1,500 people at the site. They're looking to fill roles in finance, software and the commercial side of the business. Kent Online reports. Now, this is one of our most read stories on Kent Online today. A tea room in Ashford has been turned into the the town's first sweet shop. The little teacup in Bank Street's been transformed by Jackie and Russell Gein, who took over the unit in January 2022. Jackie's been chatting to our reporter Leanne. We wanted to bring something different and we thought about what works well with the little teapot with what we do there but is different at the same time. So we've kept with our vibe of sort of 1940s feel. Um, and we were still thinking treats, so what else do we like to treat with? So we've gone with sweeties. We sat down together and we all were thinking about what sweets we miss or that we would like or that you can't get anywhere, especially now in Ashford there isn't anywhere like that. So we've done, done some research and we've got all the sweets and treats we think people will like. A lot of them are very traditional. So the sweets, one of the sweets I remember loving as a child was the sugar mice, which I can't remember the last time we've seen them. So things like that we've got back in the shop. Also, um, all the jars of the pick and mix, so you can choose all your favourites um, in 100 gram bags or more. Um, fudgies, ice creams, slush puppies, all of the things that our family, whether they be my age or the grandchildren's age, um, what they might like to find in this shop. So we do the fudge which will be kept in the fridge at the front for probably the mums um, so they can pick and mix all the different flavours of fudges. We've got nuggets in bars, we've got toffee um, and we've also got all the jars of things like sherbet lemons and cola cubes, everything you can think of. <laughs> 
And why did you feel like it was time to change this up a bit? Because obviously this was um, sort of like a takeaway before and now yeah. you've gone for something completely different. Why did you do that? Well, this shop was going, originally we thought a smaller version over in Bank Street would work well for those who didn't want to travel over into Park Mall. And whilst that was successful enough to begin with, it wasn't building. So we thought it needed to bring something different. Um, too much of a good thing, maybe. So that's what we did. We think, what else can we do here? Because we still want to do the outside catering from downstairs. So we didn't want to just stop. We wanted just to do something different. And people can still come in for teas and coffees as well? Yes, teas, coffees, all the frozen drinks, like um, smoothies, like I've already said, slush puppies, smoothies, frappes, and also ice creams, they'll be here as well. Following a closure for renovations, the shop will reopen next week. And a beachfront arcade in Margate is going to be turned into a new restaurant. The amusements next to the Weatherspoon pub closed three years ago and the shutters have been covered in graffiti. Permission to renovate the site has now been granted. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham's first game of the season might still be a few weeks away, but preparations at Priestfield are in full swing. All of the players are now back at camp and training with the new signings. Our sports reporter Luke Cordell's been speaking to manager Neil Harris. Brilliant having the lads back. Absolutely fantastic. It's to finish last season like we did, to, to see such a positive reaction to Jeremy's recruitment window, to new ownership putting the performances and the results that we did um, which was obviously very pleasing and then to sort of continue that excitement coming back in with the group that we've got you know is, is fantastic yes of course we still need to add but where we're at at the moment is a really good position uh, I'm really pleased probably one of the most excited I've ever come back to a pre-season as player or manager um, so we've just got to try and carry that momentum and, and, and now build the players into looking forward to the games. Has that sort of feel-good factor that you were creating at the end of last season helped in terms of you know that recruitment and players being you know keen to come back and get back on it? I think what's helped is when 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 I uh, initially made contact with like uh, Johnny and, and Max as two players out of contract, and I can say to them like what they've done the homework on me already, but I can talk to them in general um, on a human level about families and, and, and holidays, and, and then talk about football level as well. But I can paint the picture of the club, but I can't, you know, I can't lie to them. They need to do their own homework. And I can say to them, go on social media. Well, as you guys know, I don't do it, but I know it's positive. <laughs> I can say, go on social media, see what people are saying, judge it for yourself. And if they want to go that route, then that's a good position for me to be in because they get, they get the, the excitement and the passion from me. They, both of them new players in the building already so they get the take from them um, and then they get to see the fans perspective as well and at the moment it's really positive and it, it's hugely helped on the on the recruitment process not just for the, the players that we bought because you, you look at Max and you look at Johnny two very well established players at this level and above and like I said well, look, we took Conor Marston from QPR if he didn't enjoy last season he wouldn't, have stayed, he wouldn't have stayed this summer. So, you know, it's, it's a good position for us to be in. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also get details on the top stories directed to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.